You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Uh, I wanted to jump on and have a quick little chat with this with regards to this transfer rumor rumor with regards to Alex Moreno, uh, left back from Real Betis. Rumored to be interested in him before Christmas. Didn't do a podcast on him at the time because he was rumored along with somebody else in Adrian Trafford. Um, but this has come back around again, and it's now being rumored in Mercato by Seb Ekrefan. And uh, also Manu um, Kalkan as well is uh, is mentioning that his departure is heating up. Uh, Seb, uh, Seb um, Ekrevan Foot, uh, you'll be able to find on Twitter as well. I said that Aston Villa is in advanced talks with Real Betis over transfer for Alex Moreno. Um, a transfer of around 15 million euros is taking shape and this is to be continued. So we'll see where this goes. I don't know whether this is actually going to going to come to fruition or whether it's actually going to be a transfer or not but it's an interesting one to look at because um i wouldn't have put left back as as a priority piece for me when i was uh when i was looking at maybe where players would come in but una emery is going to have his own views on certain players certain positions maybe he wants extra uh extra depth in certain positions we saw uh just uh, last night that he brought on uh, Ludwig Augustinsson to come on uh, for uh, Luke Dean. Took Luke Dean off and Augustinsson was allowed that um, freedom to go forward. Uh, and this is something that Alex Moreno can absolutely br- definitely bring to the team as well. And we will look at him in a moment. So a little bit on Alex Moreno. He's 29 years of age. He's been a regular. He's featured regularly for Real Betis since joining in 2019. Uh, he's made over 100 appearances for the club. Um, he makes the left flank his own playing as a left back or a left winger at times or a left wing back even so he can play all the way up along that. Think as well, maybe Emery is looking at at, at something along the lines of maybe playing a bit further forward in front of Dean or vice versa or having the two of them being interchangeable. 
Uh, potentially that might be something that Unai Emery might be looking at. Uh, we don't know. But Moreno is a strong defender, and we'll see that in a moment when we take a look at his statistics. And one of the reasons I think, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Luka Dean needs to, needs to be sold or that he's not good enough for Aston Villa or anything. That's not what I'm saying. But one of the upgrades that Moreno will bring is that he's a bit more about him in defence, specifically with regards to tackling. Um, and we'll see that when we look at the statistics in a, in a moment. Uh, he's a good defender. He's improved as an attacking outlet over the course of the years. Uh, he, he's uh, he's asked to do different things than uh, Luca Dean would be asked to. But um, Luca Dean is often at the end of the move to be, provide that cross into the box. Um, but whereas Moreno is, he, he, with regards to him, he's more of a bombing on type of uh, type of fullback. He's gonna he's gonna provide that width, but he's also gonna try and carry that ball. Uh, as well, when he does get going to contributes the overlap, uh, contributes on the overlap an awful lot, and he does like he does. You can see by his heat map, we'll see in a moment. He does like to cut inside a small little bit as well. But with regards to, to, to I suppose um, how he's he's gone the last few years, he has blossomed into one of the league's best left backs. So uh, even though he is twenty nine years of age, and a lot of people focus on his age and say, well, maybe we should be bringing in somebody somebody younger, and that may very well be true, but. For the short term as well, we need to think about that too. And maybe Ben Crisane or maybe somebody along the lines that's in our academy is very highly thought of. Um, or maybe they might bring in two left-backs or they might have somebody earmarked for the summer as well. But for now, I think somebody like an Alex Moreno, let's take a little look at him. While it's not an absolute pressing need for Aston Villa, it's important to know what we might be getting if we were to sign the, the Spanish uh, left-back. So let me pop up some slides, as we always do here, and we will take a little look. And Alex Moreno. So, as I mentioned there, he was he was originally linked by uh, Matteo Moreto, and he's been linked by a couple of other people since. Uh, let's see how he how he pans out in comparison to Luca Dean. Um, so we've got our radar graph here, and the first thing that jumps out here is Alex Moreno there in the yellow colours. Alex Moreno does tackle; he puts in a lot more tackles than Luca Dean does uh, over ninety minutes. I'm not going to say one of the criticisms I have of Luca Dean is, but he doesn't get back quick enough for me at times. And uh, sometimes he guides players too much to allow them to go to go around him, if that makes sense, specifically on the edge of the box. And uh, he doesn't tackle as, as much. And we can see there, you know, he puts in just over 1.2 tackles uh, per game. Alex Moreno puts in uh, 2.31 tackles per game, puts him in the 70, 71st percentile um, of all defenders or fullbacks, should I say, within uh, Europe. We look at his blocking statistics there and his interceptions. That is not a typo. They are both the same at 1.24. Blocks 1.24 uh, interceptions. Percentages of dribblers tackled is 53.6%. It comes in low on the the inverse of of the um of the percentiles there that we can see. But the gap between those between where he is there and the very top is quite short. I can't remember what it is at the moment. Um, dribble passed and fouls committed once again. Not a, a typo there. Uh, he comes in, um, he gets dribbled past quite a bit, which is something that I would be worried about. And it is something that uh, led to him being pushed to play as that wing back or even that left midfielder role uh, from time to time is because he does kind of get beaten around the outside. And that's something I've mentioned about Luke Dean previously, that Luke Dean can, does tend to get, um, get, get beaten around the outside as well. But this guy tackles, you know, when he gets beaten. 
uh, or he gets back to make a tackle as well. Pressure statistics you might might see there have made a comeback there. He's put in 14.58 uh, pressures per 90 minutes, which puts him up there in the 72nd percentile, but that success rate has him down the 26th percentile as well. So not always very successful. And that's something that you see from attacking fullbacks uh, that they don't, and specifically people who get dribbled past as well. If you go to pressure in that area, if you try and use the sideline as your friend or as an extra defender, sometimes they can skip around you. And if they skip around you, they can be gone off to the races uh, too. Just taking a look down across the, the rest of his statistics there. Average enough passing stats uh, for a fullback, as we can see there. Uh, passing attempts, 52.75. But what I would say with regards to these is progressive passes, passing attempts, um, and and the pass percentage all put in within the realms of a Luka Dean. And that's something we like about Luka Dean is his passing ability. His statistics obviously don't stack up from a numbers point of view um, when we look at, uh, when we put them on a purely statistical basis. But when you're looking on the field, I would never go out of my way to say Luka Dean is a poor passer of the ball or uh, Luka Dean doesn't, doesn't have a, a good enough pass completion rate. And as we can see here, Alex Moreno comes in at the same. So for, uh, that would lead me to believe that this guy would not look out of place uh, with those statistics either within this Aston Villa football club. So there's some really interesting pieces there, as I say. This isn't going to be a very long one on him. He is, uh, he's, he's an interesting player. He's really, he's a late bloomer. I will admit he's a late bloomer. The last two, three years have been some of the best years that he's put down. Um, if they've uh, allowed him to, I suppose, Betis and under Manuel Pellegrini has, has allowed him to, uh, to get forward an awful lot more. And uh, they've allowed him to utilize that. He's pacey, you know. You're going to see him get up and down the field. You can even see it there by his by his heat map that you can you can see on the screen. And um, that's what I mean about when he try when he likes that little inverted run or an inverted pass. Uh, he does like to get in around defenders and and take the ball into the box, as you'll know from hearing me talk about the likes of Matty Cash previously. I want fullbacks. I want wingers to drive at defenders. I want us to try and win more penalties uh, that way. And uh, maybe that's something Alex Moreno likes to do. But when we look at a Luka Dean, we know that Luka Dean likes to hug the touchline, likes to be that receptacle uh, out there and whip in across. Um, this guy here crosses a 2.34, crosses per 90 minutes, puts him in the 40th percentile. Um, and that is quite lower than a Luka Dean. So this guy gives you something different from that attacking point of view with regards to he's going to complete more dribbles. He's going to dribble with the ball more. He's going to carry that ball more and drive into the box. And maybe that's something to do in Iamory once, considering the fact that, you know, we do cross the ball in. And Dino whips in a fantastic ball, always has done. It's been one of his trademarks. Um, but we don't have massive strikers and we don't have people who get on the end of those balls. So maybe you and I, Emery, is looking for a left back or somebody who can maybe maybe change it up a small little bit. Maybe if we want to go into games where we don't want to, where we where you want to open it up, maybe get in around that defence and have a left back or a left wing back or maybe play three at the back. God, I'm, I'm really talking outside my station by suggesting that. But, you know, all these little bits of uh, bits of tactical potential uh, are, are there when you've got two defenders that... While they defend at a decent rate, they, these guys do defend differently. We can see here their interceptions and the recoveries are bang on similar. They're almost exactly the same. Um, but but uh, Alex Moreno has the uh, has the upper hand with regards to the amount of tackles he puts in per game. And uh, Luca Dean has the upper hand with regards to the amount of crosses, which in turn leads to shot, leads to shot creating actions. If you cross the ball in, they're going to lead to a shot creating action a small bit more because... Maybe people will get in the end of it, or maybe people will um, pe people will be at the back post. So 
a lot of the statistical differences you can see from these two players here could be borne out by the styles of play that they're asked to play. Uh, obviously, uh, the La Liga is more of an attacking league than the Premier League. And what I mean by that, it's more of a, um, you know, fullbacks are, are, are allowed to possess the ball a small bit more. I know that there are some teams in the Premier League that do that. They do that, but Aston Villa aren't one of those teams whereby we allow Luca Dean to start the attack. He's usually the person who gets that ball in the end, uh, at the end of an attack, and will cross it in. Um, albeit that he is involved in the attack, it would be in a different way to somebody like like Moreno too. Uh, market value for him here is marked from transfer market at at twenty million. <clears throat> Maybe it might be a small bit lower. I I think twenty million is a bit rich for for my blood at uh, at twenty nine years of age and with, with only um few years left in his contract but for me look if that's what they have to pay that's what they have to pay you guys know me at this stage you know that that uh transfer fees can be amortized out over the over the price of contracts and so on and so forth we won't get into that too much so as i say i'm not going to spend too long here and i and uh and um <clears throat> and alex moreno we will be back if he is signed i do have somebody lined up that will come and we'll talk in greater detail about Alex Moreno, about his rise, um, in these times with uh, his time with Volcano, um, obviously on towards Betis and how he's fitted into that team and uh, become, uh, I, I, I suppose, uh, an, uh, a stalwart of that team under Manuel Pellegrini and somebody, as I say, that, that uh, drove them towards a couple of the Ray last season. So uh, interesting player, as I say. I don't know whether it's the position that I would want to be strengthening first in this transfer market, but it's important to talk about these, specifically when they've been linked by three different people and uh, three different times. So let's... There's a lot more to be written with regards to this. And if he signs for Aston Villa, we will have more on it then. Until then, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. I hope you like this podcast. Give it a thumbs up. And until we see you again, all that's left to say is up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.